Welcome to the podcast, He's the Worst, where we discuss male characters from TV and film who are supposed to be the nice guys, but in fact are just terrible. The worst. The worst. They are the worst. <laughs> we need a theme song. Do, 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 do. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> I love it. We so, need to get an acoustic guitar in the background. Or a banjo. My, we could get a banjo lele. <laughs> that's a thing? Yeah, it's a ukulele that's like looks like a banjo. Oh, that's kind of cool. My my dad and sister tried to invent the manda banjo lele, <laughs> which is mandolin banjo <laughs> and ukulele. Yep, I got it. <laughs> um, it was it was uh it was a four-stringed like ukulele sized banjo shaped instrument that was tuned like a mandolin. It's hilarious because, like, most people say that, I'm like, no, they didn't. Both your family would definitely believe that story. <laughs> like, yeah, no, they they brainstormed for a long time, but they struggled to actually produce a product because it's hard to do that. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Hey. So, anyway. So what are we talking about this week, Jeff? Today we're talking about Buddy the Elf, Whew. which we're going to try to talk about Buddy <laughs> the Elf. <laughs> so we wanted to stir up some controversy on the podcast to get some more people to come and listen right um so so we decided that we're going to talk about the movie elf for our uh big christmas episode because this is coming out the week before christmas yeah and uh in case you didn't know so this is the week of christmas so (laughs) buy your gifts if you haven't already unless you don't celebrate then do keep going on with your life then send us checks because we celebrate Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you can send your uh, credit card information to ihatejeffandtara.gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you want to give us some feedback about how you hate this episode because Buddy the Elf is the best, feel free to email us at ihatejeffandtara.gmail.com. Who knows? We might even like agree with you. Yeah, maybe. Or disagree and make or you Or maybe more we angry. won't get your email because we don't check it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, we, we do. <laughs> I checked it like two weeks ago. Whatever, nobody's even anyway. it doesn't matter. So this movie is about an immigrant elf who comes from the North Pole to colonize New York City. <laughs> In the process, he sexually harasses and terrorizes a family for his own personal Christmas game. He doesn't game. sexually harass the family, he sexually harasses a woman <laughs> so and, <I> know. <laughs> and also terrorizes a family, just to be clear. Yeah. That's true. That's a good uh, summary of this movie. Yeah, he also tries to take someone's job. A hard-working, hard-working minimum wage blue-collar worker at a toy store. Yeah. Yeah, and he wears tights the whole time. <laughs> That's the biggest crime you could ever commit, Will his, Ferrell. His dress is very short. Oh, yeah. His, his goods are popping out, like, every five seconds. Oh yeah, that costume was looking real gross by the end of that movie too. Like, so Jeff, what is this movie actually about? <laughs> this movie is about Buddy the Elf, who was a do- who was he's a human who was given ended up at the North Pole. Yeah, he's getting up for adoption by his father. No, no, his father didn't know about him. Oh yeah, the mother his passed mother away. His mother gave him up for adoption. He was living in an orphanage, and That's he right. like crawled into just... Santa's present bag I just watched it today how did I mess up that recap I don't know I don't know Jeff (laughs) whatever um and he so he crawled into Santa's 
pack. Knapsack. And ended up at the North Pole and they raised him as an elf, um, even though he's human. But then he finds out that um, he's actually human. Yeah. And he goes to find his uh, birth father in New York City. Who's on the bad naughty list. Yes, he's, uh, on, he's the on the naughty list. naughty list. And then um, it's about him like adjusting to life in New York City and getting to know his family and stuff like that. And about Christmas cheer and him falling in love with blonde Zoe Deschanel, which is basically just so not Zoe weird. Deschanel. weird. So weird. I didn't recognize her. I had to double check. I was like, No, Wait. yeah. Because she, she doesn't have bangs either. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like... That's her signature. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like... that's If you want to be a Manic Pacey dream girl, you have to have blunt bangs yeah. that and dark brown hair. That's like Ringo Starr without the sunglasses. Like, I wouldn't be able to recognize him without his sunglasses. Honestly, I wouldn't be able to recognize Ringo <laughs> with the sunglasses. <laughs> well, anyway, <yeah. laughs> um, I love that this movie is a better love story to the city of New York than Manhattan by Woody Allen. Stop dating your stepchildren, Woody Allen. You're disgusting. I mean, yeah. I'm really surprised that more people aren't talking about him in the wake of all the, like, sexual assault, sexual harassment <laughs> stuff that's been going on. Yeah, he really is, like, wearing a bulletproof vest right now, like, <laughs> not gonna yeah. hit me. <laughs> it's, it's just so odd because so many people are, like, their whole careers are being destroyed, hopefully, presumably. Right, so. yeah. Hopefully. We still haven't actually seen... You know, in yeah. a couple years, we'll actually know if their yeah. careers are dead, but... Well, did you hear um, Kevin Spacey harassed a, a king, a royal, like, family member yeah. in Norway? Like, what is wrong with you? Well, a lot of a things. A lot of... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, not the point of this podcast. Well, kind of the it point. It is the point of this podcast. Yeah. What actually, other issues do we want to bring we, up? We probably... Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. True. Puerto Rico still doesn't have electricity. Um, condoms are acceptable to give to teenagers practicing sex. Quit taking them away. Tampon should be free. I was going to say, tampon <laughs> tax? Boo. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump should be impeached. I think we hit it. My only worry about impeaching Donald Trump is Mike Pence. There's also a slave trade going on in Africa Oh, right did now. you know that Dulles Airport... Which is outside of Washington, D.C., literally within... It's a 10-minute drive from my childhood home. It is, like, one of the main... Or the biggest sites of uh, slave trade. Like, what? slave trafficking. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. In Libya, in Libya, there's a slave trade going on right now. Which is just unimaginable. So, if you have money... Donate it to the causes that help fight those things. Research it too, though. Well, now that we're sad, <laughs> let's talk about let's health. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so Buddy moves to New York. Well, okay, let's start from the beginning. All right, so... Where Papa Elf... Yeah. It's basically like... <laughs> he, he doesn't tell Buddy his entire life that yeah. he's a human. Which is so funny because, I mean, I know it's supposed to be funny because he's, like, huge compared he's like to everyone. He's, like, twice as big as everyone. But the graph, like, the computer animation is so bad in this movie that it's even funnier. Like, Well, my thing is, like, like, you tell kids that they're adopted. You tell them that they're, like, different from you if yeah. they are. 
and you tell them that that's okay, you know? Yeah. Like, he just didn't say anything until it got to the point where, like, he couldn't stand it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just insane. Come on, Pop Elf, what are you doing? It's also, like, weird The Buddy was just like, oh, okay, well, where can I find my real dad? Like, he just... Oh. <laughs> he was just like, cool. He's just, like, really go-with-the-flow kind of guy. Love him. <laughs> Wait, I mean, he's the worst, okay? <laughs> I think it's okay to, like... People that are the worst. Yeah. Oh, I watch Friends. Yeah. Have you heard like of Problematic Fave? Yeah. Guess what? Everyone is problematic. It happens. Especially, especially me. <laughs> you are a white man. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> what do you mean no? White, white genocide. Where are you talking? <laughs> Stuff like that. I don't know. Richard Spencer. Have you ever seen a clip from Samantha, Full Frontal of Samantha B where Mike Rubin goes, Richard, Richard, you're my favorite Nazi. <laughs> anyway. Oh um, so then Papa Elf is basically like, all right, buddy, go to New York. Find your dad. Here's here's a map of New York. This is all you need. There's a snow globe of like the Empire State <laughs> Building. He's like, uh, he works there, which he does. To be fair, he works in the Empire State Building. But honestly, moving to New York does feel like that, where people are yeah, like, here's this map, and you're like, this isn't helpful. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's basically what they did to us. When yeah. They were like, here, find housing in New York City by yourself. <laughs> Most of you are going to be living in Brooklyn, but here's a map of Staten Island for some reason. Like, thank you. <laughs> like, anyway. So then Buddy... Because, well, also the only office building in all of New York City is the Empire State Building. Yeah, the rest are apartments. <laughs> <laughs> really small apartments. It's shocking how difficult it is to find housing based on that, you know, ratio of office building to apartment <laughs> building. My favorite part was when he was visiting all the, like, claymation animals, and then the narwhal... <laughs> he comes up and he goes, Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> Which is so iconic. I love I that part. This movie is iconic in general. Well, because all of the stuff in the North Pole is, like, based on, you know, the old, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yeah. Frosty the Snowman, like, claymation yeah. movies. I love how excited you got about the narwhal. <laughs> because that's my favorite part in the entire <laughs> movie, is when the narwhal comes up and goes, Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. You have the best imitation, too. I like know, because one. I practiced it. <laughs> Because I be love a, that part. Should be on SNL. I should be on SNL. Uh, yeah, Lauren Michaels, hire us. Can you imagine? I'm like so much better than those white guys that just play the Trump brothers all the time. Come on now. <laughs> I hated it when they got casted. I'm not gonna lie. I know. Right? And then the next season, so she Zamata got got the boot. But like, yeah. they never gave her a chance. She is hilarious. Look she up her TVA. stuff. Yeah, look up her stuff on YouTube. She is. Amazing. Anyway. We could do an hour-long podcast about our issues. <laughs> um, so then he jumps on a nice a little piece of ice. And yeah. Has to it's go literally the... like in... Um... Planet Earth when the polar bears that die? No, I was thinking of, in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, they literally life. travel around <laughs> yeah. that way. Yeah. And like they end up on the island of Misfit Toys yeah. and all that stuff. I wasn't sure if we were going to be realistic or funny about it i'm glad you went the other direction <laughs> um it's literally like did you see that video of the starving polar bear yeah it's <laughs> another issue we have i love that part where he's like yeah so i got to new york by like going through the seven whatever what did he like what did he what does he call it like the seven realms of like oh, i don't remember i can't remember it's hilarious though and then he ends and then he's like i went through the lincoln tunnel and now here i am <laughs> like <laughs> he walked through the lincoln tunnel which i don't think is even possible it's so small. 
A car that you would get by a car, like. Oh uh, yeah, I was about to say if you, if there weren't any cars. That would be the which end is of Buddy literally Elf. like only in the apocalypse are there no cars. Yeah. In the tunnel. Yeah. Plus, so, Will Ferrell's so tall. Yeah. Anyway, um, so basically, like, a bunch of my issues are with the handling of Buddy's move to New York, which is that he's so naive, which is, like, supposed to be endearing, I guess, in the movie, but he's a grown man, so he really should have done his research before barging (laughs) in on a new society, right? Like, he should have looked at, like, do they have the internet That's, in the North Pole? No, but they have access to every single household in the world. So, like, you could easily be like, hey, buddy, like, this is this household system in, the, in New York. I mean, like, Santa travels around the entire world at least once a year from yeah, exactly. since whatever year Mariah Carey was born. <laughs> so, like, so he must know about, like, New York American culture. Right? I'm so mad you got to make that joke. I'm so mad I didn't think of it. <laughs> that was amazing. Snaps to you. Like, he must know, so why didn't he tell Buddy that people, like, you know, at least warn him? Yeah. And Papa Elf didn't warn, warn him either. He was just like, okay, bye, and, like, didn't give him any helpful interma- information on how to act or where to go or any of that. Yeah, I... Which I'm like, that's just so irresponsible. Because you know that he, that Buddy the Elf is an idiot. <laughs> Aww. So you know that he's gonna like have issues, and that's the other point. Is like all these other elves mature. That's what I was gonna say. It's so weird <laughs> so... because he's like all really naive and innocent and blah blah, blah and he's constantly immature. But it seems like his own fault yeah. because Papa Elf is like an old man. That's the thing. Is like does all he... the elves are grown up? Does he need help? Like Papa Elf is failing him. Like get him. You know what I mean? Like get Child him... Protective Services because he has the mind of a child? <laughs> yeah, like he needs a teacher and a guide. Yeah, he like he really should have grown up even in his own culture. <laughs> yeah. He should have. Yeah, but then instead Santa's like, go and colonize this island of Manhattan. And then he like eats gum off the sidewalk and stuff. Hilarious, but also like... Disgusting. <laughs> like... He should know better. Like, you don't eat yellow snow, buddy. Like, he <laughs> must know that, right? Do they have sidewalks on the North Pole? Um, I don't know. Yeah, see, that's a weird question. But, like, you know. Still, yeah. I'm sure they don't just eat stuff off the ground Exactly, there. like, if an elf, like, spit on the floor, you're not gonna go up and be like, oh, cool, and, like, lick it off, like... Exactly. That's my, my biggest issue with Buddy, is, like, his transition into human life. Yeah is not is not the way that it should be because he is different from the other elves. Well, and that's the thing is and like besides just being human. If I if I were put in his position, but with the mentality that I have now and people were like, "Okay, now move to like Chechnya." Like I wouldn't go there and be like, "Ha ha ha, let me eat stuff off the ground and like like I don't know, look at people in the shower. No, I would be like, hey, how do I get an apartment and a job? Yeah, yeah, okay, maybe you'd be wearing inappropriate clothing or something like that, which (laughs) he does. But, like, if you're going to travel to a country whose culture is significantly different from your own, you look it up and you know that you have to, like, have your arms and legs covered or, like, you need to wear a headscarf or whatever the, you know, thing is, you know? Yeah. 
I do want because you're an adult human. I do want to talk about the part with Peter Dinklage because that happens at the end though. I know, but the part that makes me laugh so hard is like he must be a South Pole elf. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that point eventually. Um, so yeah, then he gets a job at a toy store, which didn't even apply. So, Not on the payroll. He yeah, just... here's my. <laughs> the thing about that is like. There are so many people in New York that need jobs. <laughs> they aren't just handing them out like that. No. Zoe Deschanel even said, like, my water got shut off today. Yeah. Like, it, well, and especially in 2003, like, it was real. Like, that. I mean, it still is today for sure, but New York was very different post 9-11 than it is now at that time. Yeah, I like, mean. Unemployment was, like, crazy. It was just, it's just weird because it's, like. He goes to this toy store place and they just, like, hire him. Yeah. Because they, like, don't they think he's an employee? Yeah, they don't even hire him. He's just, like, he, They just think go, that he's already an employee. Yeah, you need to go and, like, blah, 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 do this. And he's so naive that he doesn't even realize that he should be getting paid for yeah. doing that. So, does that mean that the elves don't get paid in the North <gasps> Pole? Like, are the elves slaves? Um, they're giving, like, sleeping quarters and food. Like, that should be enough. Like, <laughs> definitely kidding, y'all. That's oh things my... that... Yeah, no, it's like... That's things that terrible people say. Please don't I'm think... gonna make a whole episode about why Jeff is the worst. <laughs> um, but... Right? Doesn't that imply that he knows nothing about money? Yeah. Or any sort of economic system? He's also very lucky that his father is rich because... Had he just... Yeah, that's true. Not worried about money, like, and his father was poor, like, what would he have done? And so, I think the elves must be slaves, right? Yeah. House elf style from Harry Potter. Well, they wear clothes. True. So, not. Not house elf style. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's basically... But now we're talking about why Santa's the worst. <laughs> it's like in that movie, Ella Enchanted... When um, the elf wanted to be a lawyer, but he wasn't allowed <laughs> to be because legally elves could only be there for entertainment. They're basically just slaves of Why the system. Why are elves so hated? I don't know. That's upsetting. It's because this is why. I'm going to tell you why. Because. Oh, boy. <laughs> patriarchy. <laughs> because, because men, their society has conditioned men to believe that being tall is masculine and desirable and manly or whatever. So when you see a man that is small, you think that they are feminine, I guess, because women tend to be shorter than men. So like they're feminine and frail because they're feminine, right? And it's like, it's like a womanly thing to be small. And so to have, to be small is terrifying to men. Because it, 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 like, threatens their masculinity. I mean... <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm sure it's right. I'm sure, like, it's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's still true, right? I feel like it also has a lot to do with, like, able-bodiedness versus, Yeah, that too. Know, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Plus, like, a racial component, because elves are, like, a race. Like, wow, you know what? Just... Well... Like, historically, the in, like, stories of elves and stuff, I think it's mostly a race thing. Yeah. Like, they, the idea of elves were created in, like, 
or like in a lot of the stories that we grew up with, I guess, like with Harry Potter or things like that with like small elves, it's kind of like, uh, it's definitely supposed to be a, a metaphor for like racial issues. Yeah. But then you have like the stories of like leprechauns or elves in Lord of the Rings and stuff that are not second tier members of society. I'm just glad like leprechauns are desirable. Yeah. But they are objects, right? Like, people treat them as an object. So it's like, if you're not the size of, like, the typical human person, that means that you are not a person. Yeah, which is, like, something actually... That's a big issue. ...little people face today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, we basically just exploit little people all the time. Yeah. Like, making reality shows about them and stuff. (laughs) Like, oh, let, let me watch this reality show about, like... Like, it's funny because they're small? Yeah. Like, what's the point of that reality show? I am glad that they're, like, fine and cash in on those checks, though. Like, yeah. get your money. If they're going to do it, might as well I mean, get your money. We make reality shows about having big butts, too, so. Yeah, like, true. Botched and keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> like, fine. You know, that's fine. But, like, having a big butt isn't, like, uh, it's, like, frowned upon in society. Yeah. Whereas, like, being small or being a little person tends to be. Yeah. We love you. Listen Who? to our podcast, Little People. Oh, yeah. The general population. If I'm in the Kardashians, I was like, Oh. What? I mean, if you want to, if y'all want to follow too, whatever. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disagree. Donate money though. How? Um, <laughs> Email us. We'll <laughs> we'll, we'll get you, you figured out. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah. So then, buddy, move or like. Her, like harasses you know what here's the thing this is where buddy is and her so there's, his father is there's so his father's supposed to be terrible though yeah because his father's like this big businessman who just like does whatever he wants and walks all over people yeah but there's there is one actual legitimate situation where B- buddy is the worst is that where additionals in the shower and yeah which is also ironic because they're singing Maybe it's cold outside. Which is like real, a really rapey song. Yeah, and buddies and like that's, yeah. So basically at one point, this is like tor- near the beginning, right? Because it's right when he first Starts working goes here. in the department store. He like decorated the entire thing and he's like, I got 40 minutes of sleep last night. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not a human. No. But basically he um, hears somebody singing a Christmas carol. And he, like, goes into the women's bathroom and sits there and listens to Zoe Deschanel sing while she's taking a shower. Yeah. And then she comes out and is like, oh, my God, what is wrong with you? Why are you in here? And he's like, oh, I just, like, was listening to you sing. (laughs) And my thing is, like, was that acceptable at the North Pole? I don't know what gender roles they play in the North Pole. Like, where was Mrs. Claus? Not even gender roles, like... Is it acceptable to, like, sit outside anyone's shower and, like, listen to them and watch them or whatever? Yeah. I assume no. Can we go back to the Mrs. Claus thing real quick, though, before we go? What thing? Where was she? (laughs) (laughs) Where was she? Santa murdered her and got away with it, and no one questioned it the entire movie. Where where is... Hashtag where is Mrs. Claus? We're going to start a podcast about I that. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm upset about it. I, I don't feel think like... that I could talk for hours about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like that uh, when 
suddenly Romani was like, where is Miss Scientology? What's her name? Oh, David Miscavige's wife? Yeah. Karen Miscavige? I don't know. Where is she? That seems like. Where is she? And Mrs. Claus. They're, I bet they're the same person. <gasps> you never see them both in the same place at the same time, so. But anyway, back to Buddy being a sexist piece of crap. He, uh, yeah. Was is he a sexist piece of crap? No. He was sexist in that moment. He, but... Well, was it sexist or, like, sexual harassment? Yeah, it was more sexual harassment. True. It was creepy. It was creepy. I didn't like it. I'm glad that she straight up was like, we need to talk. Yeah. That scene was like, I loved how realistic that dialogue was. She was like, I wanted to talk to you. You need to. <laughs> well, she like screamed when she realized he was in there. She yeah. was like, oh my God. And then he ran into the locker. <laughs> Cause she, yeah, she was clearly uncomfortable with it as well. Yeah. Obviously. As she should be. Yeah. But then he also decorated the entire store, which really upset his manager. Cause his manager was worried about losing his job. Well, yeah. So basically at one point he's like, in the store overnight, and it's not Christmassy enough for him. So he, like, does all these arts and crafts projects and decorates the whole thing. Yeah. And it looks beautiful at the end. But my thing is, he, like, opens all of the product that they're trying to sell. Yeah. And, like, puts all these Legos and stuff together and uses all this paper and things to decorate, which is very expensive. Yeah. Christmas decorations are very expensive. So... I don't know. Like, they were trying to sell that stuff. It wasn't his, They weren't his to use. He was you know? entitled. <laughs> he was being very entitled. And then they have Santa, a uh, fake Santa, come in mm-hmm. to meet the kids. He rips the he beard off. He literally attacks him. He literally attacks him. That scene is hilarious, though. Cause well, okay, like... that's the thing. Is like, this movie is very funny. Yeah. But Buddy Ills, like, does all these things that are he not okay. Basically tells his kids, like, Santa's not real, which it actually is incorrect because in that movie santa is real is real is real i can't are I'm we having, talking about that now I'm, no way no keep staying away from i that. don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah. i'm having trouble saying is real yeah is real yeah is is real truth, truth santa in exists. this movie is real yeah there thank you god dang um but in this kid's minds, like, he just ripped Santa's beard off and showed that it was, like, the guy that works in Dunkin' Donuts down the street. Like, well, but a lot of kids, like, their parents tell them that, oh, it's just, like, a representative for Santa. Cause he's he doesn't an ambassador for the North like, Pole. <laughs> go wherever. Yeah. Do, do North Pole ambassadors get paid? Unlike Probably. Because they're all white men. Because they have to be white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Santa probably wasn't white, y'all, so let's just jot that down real quick. <laughs> and neither was Jesus. One jot of, that down as well. Two of my kids at school the other day were arguing about whether or not the tooth fairy was real. And I was like, <laughs> we're not getting into this. Like, oh you guys are, yeah. you know, eight, like nine years old. Like, this is a kind of, some people might not know, like, <laughs> Stop talking, Ms. you know? Kara, what do you think? I... They literally asked me, they were like, hey, like, is is the tooth fairy real? I was like, I don't know, just like, we're talking about something else. I literally love getting those questions, because then I go, I don't know, is your homework real? And then they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't talk about anything except for homework. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Mr. Jeff loves homework. They... It's his favorite thing. So yeah, Buddy beats the crap out of, Santa, out of fake Santa, which is just horrible. Rude. Yeah, hor- it's like when Charlie bites Santa... And in the and in it's always sunny. 
He's like, did you? My mom. (laughs) (laughs) But it's always sunny. That Christmas episode is hilarious. My absolute favorite Christmas episode they've made so far. That one and, um, is that the same episode as the Countach? Yeah, right? I don't remember. Where Frank is in the hospital and then, like, the elf rips his spine out. I think so. And the, right? I think that's, that's the same. same episode. The episode... That show is crazy. I'll, like, watch it and try to recount what I just watched, and I'm like, so some of them were off, like, learning how to to shoot hockey, like, <laughs> goals, and then the other ones were, like, harassing homeless people while also making a podcast, and, like, Frank was eating all these crackers. <laughs> I totally forgot that they tried to make a podcast. That is my... Favorite episode so of that entire funny. show because there's that part where Cricket comes in and he's like, um, like I'm, I'm not gonna talk until you give me my chicken. <laughs> and Frank is like, I don't have your chicken. It's like, what are you talk? You promised me your rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and then Frank hands him a, a plastic bag full of lemon wedges and he goes, Here, eat this. <laughs> and 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 Cricket's like, Well, at least but give me some crackers. He's like, No. <laughs> your lemons i have loved watching cricket's progression over that series just i also what's hilarious is they were they started the podcast because frank was like hey you have great banter and that's literally what all of our teammates said that's so, why we started the podcast. <laughs> we gotta start we had crackers oh my god goldfish crackers yeah better crackers not spawns yeah not spawns hey um goldfish nabisco if you want to sponsor us where did he go from after harassing santa then he moved in with his family yeah, and then he, like, broke a bunch of stuff at Oh, my God. House. Destroyed their TV stand. <laughs> that part's funny, too. She's like, wait, you made that? <laughs> oh, my God. I just realized where I recognized her. I, I know who she is, but I was like, what movie did I see her in with Will Ferrell before? Step Brothers. Oh, the mom. Yeah. Duh. I'm so dumb. Anyway, as you were saying. Anyway, <laughs> that was a lot of nonsense that just came out of your mouth. Basically, he, like, moves in with his family, yeah. his dad and... His dad's wife and their son. And he does all of these things that are just not good. He ate all of their food. He eats all of their food. He, like, ruins... Not only does he eat all of their food, but he ruins a lot of their food so that they can't eat it. Ruins a lot of their, like, furniture and decorates it with ugly stuff. He, like, sticks a bunch of cookies in the DVD player or something. He... That letter. Sorry for sticking cookies in the... Uh, and then also... He drinks um, an entire two-liter bottle of Coke in one sitting, yeah. which is so wasteful. He wasted all that paper for decoration. Yeah. He hates the environment. He does. Not Buddy the Elf hates uh, the environment. Not only is he a racist, but he also hates the environment. And dogs. I don't know if that's true, actually. I made that up. Well, so at one point... Um, He's with his brother, and his brother's, like, getting bullied by these kids. And yeah. so he, like, has a snowball fight with them. And murders them. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is basically, like, a machine gun with snowballs. Did you ever see Hot Chicks? No. <laughs> You're missing out. It's the movie where um, Rachel McAdams and... Um, what is his name? He was on SNL. He was in Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. He hasn't been in a very good movie. I haven't <laughs> seen that movie. Rob Schneider um, switched places. And so then, like, <laughs> Rachel McAdams tries to move back in with her family while she still looks like uh, Rob Schneider. And they have, like, a pillow fight, but she doesn't realize how strong he is and, like, smacks her front of the pillow and sends her full line <laughs> into the wall and knocks her out. And that part made me think of that. 
it's basically like he's like a machine and he's yeah. hurling these snowballs at these kids yeah they had guns they would have been safer <laughs> well but they were in manhattan so yeah true they aren't allowed to have guns yeah they're the true central park five they were... <laughs> oh my god uh, sorry that was inappropriate <laughs> anyway um my <clears throat> then after that then him and his brother become best friends yeah, because he, like, murdered all these kids. So his brother's like, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but then he gets hired as, or, like, hired for the mailroom. Yeah, his dad gets him a job working in the mailroom at his company. Gets drunk, gets his dad in trouble, and then... His... To be fair, he didn't know. Yeah, which is... Well, but uh, they do they not have alcohol in the North Pole? They have... I'm sure they have eggnog. Yeah, right? Or Irish coffee. Like, he must have grown... I feel like they put eggnog in the bottles up there, you know? Like, like as in children are drinking eggnog. Yeah. How does he not have a higher tolerance? That's why all their growth is stunted for a moment. (laughs) From drinking alcohol (laughs) as babies. Um, yeah, and then his father's, like, at risk of losing his job, and he comes in after going on a date with Zoe Deschanel and ruins a big book deal for him by, well, almost ruins it because then it ends up working out, but um, ruins it by making fun of Peter Dinklage. Yeah, for being small. Which, I love Peter Dinklage. Like, he's oh my God. awful in this movie, but... No, I mean, like, his character is yeah, awful. But him in per- like as a person... He's an incredible actor. I just am obsessed with him. I'll watch, like, anything that he's in. I'm jealous of his wife, because he's rich as hell and talented. That's true. Does he have an Oscar? I don't think so. He has an Emmy. He needs all of them. Egot. He's the next. Egot. As well as Viola Davis. What is... Oh, Viola Davis is close to Egotting. Yeah, she needs a Tony. So I need her No, to... she has a Tony. Wait, she has a Tony? What yeah, she, she needs a, a Grammy. For? She got a oh, Tony that's right. for Fences. That's right, that's right, that's right. That's Her right, and Denzel right, Washington right. both both got Tony's for Fences. I forgot of his Grammy still, because they were like, are you going to get a Grammy? And she was like, I'm going to have to learn how to sing first, or something no, like that. No, she could write a book, and the audio book would win. She should write a book. Her life is so She should write a book about being a strong woman. And, honestly, she could write a book about, like, her day. She could write a book about anything, I'd read it. Yeah, oh my god, I love her. Anyway, I would love a remake of Elf with Viola Davis's buddy. <laughs> I feel like it'd be kind of different. <laughs> I don't know, like, she's an incredible actress, but I don't know if I would believe that she's stupid. No, oh my god, never. No. no, it would actually have to be, like, the opposite, where she's, like... It'd be, like, a bad Santa thing. It'd be, like, she, a bad elf. She like. has to, like, work her way up into the presidency. <laughs> like, she's just so smart that she, like, works the system. Anyway, um... Yeah, he, he like, calls Peter Dinklage an elf and, like, is talk whatever, like, does all this stuff about how he's an elf. And then Peter Dinklage is like, beats him up. what is wrong with you? Yeah. And gets really upset, obviously. Yeah. But on the flip side, Peter Dinklage is also a terrible person in this film. Yeah, yeah, he's a huge jerk. Yeah. But you know what I love? Like, this movie was 2003, right? And yeah. there were a handful of movie, a bunch of things that Peter Dinklage is in that where, like, his height was really important for, like, the thing that got him the part. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, like, there's a lot of 
little people that are actors, so it's not the only thing that got him the part. But he he started off like playing these roles that are that were it was a part of his character where he had to be a little person. Yeah. But now he's like totally expanded into just being whoever and that's like it happens to be you know one of the one of the character traits it's not like the the main thing as the character which is awesome yeah and great like because he's so talented and charming and everyone loves him and it's like opening doors for other little people i think too which is really nice what i love there's this video and jason momo is my problematic fave yeah that's fair there was a video of him at comic-con where he like joked around like the benefit of being an actor on game of thrones is i like get to rape women and like the cast like laughed uncomfortably except peter dinklage where he was just like um okay and i'm like yes thank you like i love peter dinklage on game of thrones we could have a total we could have a game of thrones only podcast and i would just that would involve me watching the entire show (laughs) well the thing about him is like uh, his character was, because uh, I read some of the books, and his character was always, him and Arya were my favorites in the books, too, and then mm-hmm. in the in the show, he's just, like, so good. He just makes, he just made me like the character even more. Like, Maisie Williams did that, too, but I just love him. But he's way too attractive to pl- actually play that character. Because in the book, he's, like, horrendous. He's, like, sort of, like, deformed yeah. looking and, like, horrendously ugly, apparently. Yeah. But in, like, in the Obviously, he's just, like, a good-looking short person, like, in the show. And then he, during the Battle of the Blackwater, he, like, in the, in the book, he get, his whole nose gets torn off. And he has, like, like, his whole face gets mutilated, basically, in the battle. And then on the TV show, he now has a a nicely placed scar just, like, across his face, which makes him look even more badass. Like, love love scars. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Um, I really wish Liz Lemon would have ended up with him for a while on the show, but she didn't deserve him. That's true. I loved that episode because he was like, nope, your show sucks. <laughs> like, anyway. But, so then Buddy... The Peter Dinklage portion of this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, we'll probably talk about him again. Um, but then Buddy runs away because his dad's like, get out of my life, I never wanted you. Which, which is true. He yeah, didn't want him. Which is fair. Um, and then the son comes in and is like, Dad, you're the worst. And Dad's like, okay, let's go find him. So then they go and look for yeah, him. Yeah, that is basically what happens. <laughs> and Buddy's walking across the Manhattan Bridge. I'm not sure. It looked like he was walking towards Manhattan instead of walking from Manhattan. Well, because he's, I think he's just wandering around because he goes to Central Park. That's the thing. Exactly. And like the Empire State Building is not far from central park yeah that doesn't well i think maybe he was just like wandering around and like wandered into brooklyn and then was wandering back yeah like that's yeah that's what was so i'm like it i mean like the empire state building is not next to central park but like yeah you could you wouldn't walk into brooklyn (laughs) to get there yeah like yeah that's what yeah so anyway then he sees santa slays like going down and this is where I start to like really love this movie. Oh, this is where I'm like, okay. Because the Christmas this is spirit, too sentimental. the Christmas spirit, is lost, and so he can't fly his sleigh anymore. So he needs Buddy the elf, the human elf, to fix it. And basically, all he needs is the power of Central Park and the Greater Manhattan area to get his <laughs> sleigh flying again. <laughs> it's not the world; it's just Manhattan, like perfect. 
like cool. I mean, basically the entire population of the world lives in New York City. True. So. Okay, I think that's all. I'm that's just all, saying there's a lot like of people a, in New York that's City. That's like a true statement, but also like a false statement in a weird way. Because like every race and religion is represented in New York, but only 8 million people live here. So what you said people. is like true, but also not. Like it's so weird. There's only 8 million people in the world. Did you know that? Yeah, and... It's only 5,000 years old. And only 100 of them live in Wyoming. No, none of them live in Wyoming. They all live in New York City. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and they were all of that scene. Yeah, well, ultimately, it's not even Buddy that saves the day. It's Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Because she gets everyone to sing Christmas carols. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. That is so true. Buddy's the worst because he can't even save his old boss slash (laughs) slave owner. But then he got all the crap for it. I know, come on. That's like, that's pretty representative of 2003's, like... That's pretty representative of now. True. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Women doing everything and then the white men getting credit. <laughs> uh, we're the worst. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, so... But in reality, Buddy, Buddy might be useless and annoying sometimes, but he's pretty harmless. I don't know, man. That shower scene. He beat Santa up. And he killed those kids. (laughs) Are you telling me that that's harmless? No, because he's... Now that I think about it, like, he left those kids just to die. Yeah. Bleeding out in Central Park. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they get to, though. He probably put rocks in those snowballs. Or bullets. What an asshole. With the way he was flying. I know. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. Buddy the Elf. You and your father... And Papa Elf, and Santa, are and all Peter the, Dinklage. And Peter Dinklage, oh rip, are all the worst. I don't know. Oh, I had another thing like, cause him, he like loves Zoe Deschanel in this movie, but like based on what? Just that she's dressed as an elf and that she's hot. It's, it. I don't know. I, I and why does she like him back? That's what that I don't one get. Date? Their relationship doesn't make sense. And to they me. have a baby. Also, they have no chemistry together. No. Well, it's Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel. How could you possibly expect them to have Bring chemistry? Bring in Molly Shannon. They had amazing... That's a good point. Yeah, because yeah. Will Ferrell's so much older than Zoe Deschanel. Exactly. Or, if, yeah, and I like Zoe Deschanel. Oh, I love her. Give her a different role. Like, she can be in the movie still. Just, like, give her something. Be, like, her, the person that tr- teaches him how to be human. While also being the hero at the end. Like, not, like, I don't know. And then yeah, Molly Shannon... Yeah, it's weird to have her as a love interest, it yeah. seems like. Molly Shannon can come in and, like, they had great chemistry on SNL, like... Yeah. He just loves her because she's hot. Anna Gosteyer. I would have loved Anna Gosteyer in this film. As Martha Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) But he falls in love with Martha Stewart. Because he sees her on a billboard. And then gets all of her... like, oh, man. Gets all of her her money after she goes to jail. That'd be nice. Remember that time Martha Stewart went to jail? Yeah. Good times. Hey, Martha Stewart, if you're listening, we want to make a podcast about your experiences in jail. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Give us money. Actually, there's a great podcast called Ear, Ear Hustle Yeah. that they record oh. inside of a jail. If you want to it's really good. ball your eyes out, Yep. that's a great one to listen to. If you want the opposite, listen to Two Dope Queens, hosted by Phoebe Robinson and Jessica Williams. I don't know why I'm plugging them. They're not ever going to give <laughs> us anything, like, ever, but, like... I know. This is just the the things we like corner. Yeah. Unhappy Hour with Matt Balasai is great. 
Do you have any friends you want to plug on this? Friends? Yeah, like social media. Like if your friends have like a blog or something. Uh, my friends do like TFA. Oh. They're not like... If you want to join TFA. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not that I can think of. I'll let you know mm. if I think of anything. Can I plug myself? Yeah. Go watch my web series. It's oh, called yeah. Front on YouTube. Yeah. You Dude. can just, if you just search Caraminix, it'll come up. Follow my friend Christine's fashion blog, Mind and Style. You can follow her Instagram or you can look up her actual blog if you want good fashion advice. Support your independent artists and filmmakers. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, we saw Lady Bird on Friday and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It really was. Alpha's also fantastic, though. I've been wondering, like, how do you capture... Adolescence. Or, like, anything in film, right? Like, how... It's so hard to capture a feeling in a, of a place in life, you know? Wouldn't that be so cool to make a movie that, like, captured the feeling of, like... I literally... Being graduated from college, but, like, not really knowing what you're doing? I, but how do you do that? I literally was thinking, like, I would love to make a film where I just talk about my love of the city. Like, how much I love New York and Brooklyn. And, like... But I don't know how I would do that without just, like, recording me walking on the sidewalk. <laughs> like, I'm just crying. Like, I love, I love it so much. I can't I afford to live so here, but somehow I still live here. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, that's one of those things. Like, every time I watch a movie that perfectly captures a feeling, I'm like, this is the best. Like, Elf. Elf perfectly captures what it's like living in New York. <laughs> um, I was like, what feeling does Elf capture? The feeling of being alone or Christmas or... Being a colonizing, heterosexual, cisgender white man who is racist and also her sexually harasses women and harasses his family in general, beats the crap out of kids, and ruins Christmas for children. Is that what it feels like? Yes. Watching the movie Elf is what that feels is. No, that's okay. what living in New York feels like. <laughs> oh, that has not been my experience. No, I'm kidding. No, quite the quite the opposite actually. New York is like looking up the Empire State Building and being like, "Oh, I forgot I live here." Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> or it's like walking down the street and running into like a Christmas market, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, okay." Things happen here. This is weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wondering why there's Starbucks every 500 feet. True. Support your local businesses. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you recommend Elf as a holiday film for people? What do you mean? Like, we like rec I recommend it not as a holiday film, but as a... Film in general? Happy birthday movie. Well, I mean, like, we said, like, oh, you, should wa you shouldn't watch Love Actually. You should watch a better Christmas film. So, like... Okay. Would you recommend it... Over another. As a as a Christmas movie, would I recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, because it's, like, fun. Because it, it, it has all the things that people want in a holiday movie. Because it has, like, romance, but it has, like, Christmas spirit. And it has funny parts. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is really funny. It's... Like, there's definitely a lot of funny jokes in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so I would, if that's the type of movie you're looking for, then yes. But if you're looking for, like, the emotional Christmas movie where you're, like, crying because family, that's not really family what Stone. this is. Family Stone. My favorite Christmas movie. I like action Christmas movies, so. Die Hard? Yeah. Or, like, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Both of those are 
good ones. Or even Iron Man 3. Ah, I was going to say that. Oh, my God. All three of those are, like, good action, but also kind of Christmas movies. What's weird is Iron Man 3, in general, is, like, not that good. But during Christmas time, it's especially good. Yeah, well, because it's, like, any movie that take. I just love movies that take place during Christmas. But it's yes. not, like... Oh, it's a Christmas movie, but it just happens, happens to be during to be Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, because Harry... I like Christmas time. Harry Potter is like yeah. the ultimate holiday film because it has like all of them in it. Oh my God! Did you hear that Freeform no longer has the rights? Freeform slash ABC Family, whatever, no longer has the rights to the Harry Potter movies. Does that mean Netflix might get the so, Harry Potter? No, oh. it means because HBO has them now. Oh God, dang it! So that means no more Harry Potter weekend on ABC Family. Wow, what are they gonna? I on I literally do not know what they're gonna do. That's because that's like the only thing keeping people coming because they have yeah. it every weekend. They have one during Thanksgiving. Let's celebrate this very American holiday by watching <laughs> all these British movies. What do people in the UK think of Thanksgiving? I don't know. Are they like, They're why are like, you eating food whatever. in celebration of genocide? I mean, because they have like random holidays there too. So. Yeah. Like, they don't, I don't think they think that much of it. Yeah. They probably would like to have more days off, too. What does Buddy the Elf think of Thanksgiving? Do they celebrate Thanksgiving at the North Pole? He probably does. He's a colonizer. He likes genocide. He's like, mm, turkey, kill the elves. Well... Oh, wait, he is an elf. Just kidding. Kill the polar bears. I don't know. It seems like Santa would be the... The type of person who's so obsessed with himself that he wouldn't let his underlings yeah. celebrate anything except for Christmas. Santa was a dick. He was lazy in this movie. He was like, hey, do well, all... Well, he obviously is a lazy because he makes elves do all of his work for him. And then, like, at the end when he's like, fix my sleigh, I'm too lazy to do it. And then even, like, drags in Buddy's brother. He's like, hey, you. You're 13. Do this. Like, oh, I have a theory as to how Santa eats all of those cookies. Okay. He just smokes a giant joint between each house and then has... Wait. Just has the How munchies. does he have time to smoke an entire giant joint between every single house he goes to? Santa magic. <laughs> and then... Why doesn't he... Maybe all of the cookies he's eating are like pot cookies and brownies. And oh my stuff. God. Even be Oh, better theory. Yeah, when he goes through L.A., he's definitely, like... Can you imagine how high he would be by the time he got back home? Oh, he's... my God. He should not be driving. The reindeer are just looking back, like, God damn it. Yeah, good thing the reindeer are the ones that are, like, steering the whole thing. Yeah. Hopefully Rudolph doesn't eat any of those spiked cookies. Yeah, he's got enough issues already. He does not need further emotional problems. I don't know what word I was looking for there. Like, he gets so paranoid, he'd just, like, go faster. Right? <laughs> You'd be like, are there cops behind us? <laughs> well, maybe that's what they need then. That's how they go so fast is that um, Rudolph just, like, is super high and paranoid. Yeah. You know who also is the worst? The Central Park Rangers. I don't know why. I just... In this movie? <laughs> they were hilarious, first of all. When Santa saw them, he's like, oh, the Central Park Rangers. Like, <laughs> how do you know who they are? But also, like, the movie... Wanted you to hate them, so I agreed with it, and I hate them. Okay. I have no reason to. They're just the worst. Okay. I love the horses, though. I don't understand policemen on horses. It's... It doesn't make sense to me. 
it just seems like an extra expense. Why not just ride a bike? It's like ba- like gro- like people who bag your groceries at the grocery store. I can do it. Like, it's not even that. It's just like, like where does the horse poop? Where does the horse live? Do they have police stables? What kind of training does the horse get? Can the horse also fight crime? Or does the does the policeman have to chase after someone on his horse like yeah 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 and then jump off the horse and like tie the horse up to a pole and then like like what is the point of having policemen on horses? Tweet us your thoughts at East Horse Pod. Honestly, let's start a podcast about it. I just I don't get it. We need to do some sort of investigative journalism because it doesn't make sense to me. Brought to you by the listeners of the podcast Serial, <laughs> a podcast about police horses. Do they have a purpose? Or are they really just for show? Are we human or are we, are we dancers? Dang, I messed that up. That's upsetting. I'm going to reuse that one on a future podcast so it doesn't even matter. You haven't even made any re- rent references today. I was trying earlier, but <laughs> <laughs> but you stepped on it. So oh, I'm like, sorry. Who do you think you are? Barging in on me and my Brent references. Guitar. I don't know. I don't know who I am. That's a good question. I wish I could make a movie that captured that feeling. My favorite thing is when people say something, they're like, that's not even real. I'm like, time's not real. Time's an illusion. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, people love it when you're really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm, I don't like people. Okay, so that's uh, (laughs) Elf. It's at the end of the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Follow us. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Rate us, review us, like us, follow us on Twitter at He's the Worst Pod and on Instagram, He's the Worst and tell your friends about us promote us yeah i hope that we get some hate mail from this um, this episode for real some of y'all are friends be friends retweet us send me an email share us yeah i hate jeff and kara at gmail.com yeah if anything send us an email anonymous though make a new fake email send us anonymous mail and we'll try and guess who sent it Ooh, that'd be fun right yeah what if we get more than one But if we get it right, then you have to give us $5 and you have to promote our uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's Buddy the Elf. Have, have a happy holiday season. Yeah. Even if you don't celebrate anything or if the thing that you celebrate isn't happening right now, still have a happy time. Yeah. Support the war on Christmas and buy the mug or buy the cups at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go support Starbucks. <laughs> Shout out to them. They, they really need the help. Thanks, Donald Trump. What? I don't know. <laughs> Remember I, when people used to be like, thanks, Obama. Like, Yeah, thanks, Obama. You're the best. I miss you. Thanks for listening. You're the best. And he's the worst. Love you. Bye.